Inside a Boat, ladies and gentlemen. How y'all doing? I'm your host, Dave Jones. Man, before we get started, subscribe to the podcast. It's dope. We got gems. We got all the things happening. It's really, it's free. It's free game. So anyway, just make sure you subscribe because today we have a really, really special guest with us today. Um, we're going to talk about social media. So I know a lot of y'all, especially if you're in the real estate space, uh, you think about social media a lot, but even just for anybody, this is a great, great topic. And we have an expert here with us. So my guest today is a father, a husband, a storyteller, an advocate for, you know, children with special disabilities. Um, he has a background as a social media manager for multiple big companies that, you know, names that, you know, um, so I like to say he's a social media and content creator and storytelling expert. So, uh, we're very fortunate to have Rome Johnson on the show today with us today. How you doing, man? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. See, you killed the intro. You, you left no crumbs. So <laughs> I, 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 I might just add, you know, man of God, AKA yeah, yeah. dad swag. I, you know, my goal with this content stuff is really to, uh, show what modern black fatherhood looks like, especially because it is perceived a certain way. If you go on Google, yeah. it's perceived a certain way. You uh, hear in the shows and movies perceived a certain way. So I want to make sure that narrative uh, is flipped and people know that not only are black dads out there being present, but we are also working on us too. Because, you know, it's, it's two parts of fatherhood. It's what we do for our kids and our family and what we're doing for our legacy, for our name to continue that. So appreciate you for having yeah. me. Yeah, no, man. And that's how we, that's how we connected. I mean, the first time we talked, it was like, we were just talking for hella and, it, and we just were connecting on so many different levels just because like that black fatherhood piece, like, yeah, I had two young boys and uh, my wife is the breadwinner has always been the breadwinner. And I was at, you know, when I was telling you earlier today, like, yeah, in the summers, I would stay back with the boys and yeah, we just, it was me and the boys, you know, and I, and I didn't have a lot of training growing up as a black father. You know, I didn't, my black father was not in my life and my grandpa died early. So I kind of didn't really have a role model in that regard. So I was learning on the fly. So I appreciate what you do, man. It's, it's so important and so important. And I love what you, you and wife you're doing, but I wanted to, I, I mean, at some point I want to talk to her too, but I mean, like, I think that, I, I know we have a lot of cross section because I work with my wife too. And she's the star, you know, like she, she's, she's the star, like she's the, in this industry, she's the star. Yep. And I am, I came in as like, who is this? And it's like, Oh, I'm a guy too. But you know, I know that you both have uh, that juice. You both got the juice, you know? So yeah. I love you know, what's that. interesting with that is so again, this, this role of stay at home dad is, is very, very new to me. And, and like you said, my dad wasn't around. My mom did remarry. I had a stepdad, but the person I really looked up to was my grandfather. And even to this mm -hmm. day, like he just, you know, he had uh, three girls, one boy and like just how he showed up for everybody. Yeah. He was the the deacon in the church. He was the first one in the church. He was the last one there locking it up. You know, it's on some like, like they say with the, uh, the team leader and hoop stuff, like first one in, <laughs> yeah. last one, last one out yeah. the building. Like that was him, but he just, he held everybody down. My uncle was a pastor held him down. My, our, our family held him down. Like I remember there were times cause my mom had me when she was 19 years old. And so yep. she was, uh, in her early twenties when my sister was born. And so like one time my grand or my mom's car broke down and I want to say it broke down somewhere like Linwood or something. 
My grandpa just mm-hmm. got got up at four a.m., drove out there, fi- fixed the, the whatever was wrong with it. He he got it working, and like that's what I saw, yeah. and that's what I knew growing up. And so, anytime I can show up, you know, for my family, for my people, it just showed me that like even though my daughter, you know, is has uh, medical complexities and needs caregiving, mm-hmm. like I have always been that because that's what I saw growing up. Yeah, and and you're you're living that and. There's, and I was telling, like we were talking about earlier, there's so many directions we can take this conversation because you're so multifaceted and your wife as well. Um, but today I want, we're going to talk about social media and I want to go down that path because you have expertise in that area, but you also have so, there's so many other things to talk about. So like, we're probably going to have to continue this conversation at another point with something else, you know, because sure. um, I think we, 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 we touch on a whole di- a bunch of levels, but so looking at 20, so Looking at 2024 for social media, um, you know, as a as an influencer, you are an influencer with a rich background in social media management as well as creating. So you see, you have both sides. How have you seen the landscape of social media content um, evolve, like from when you started to now, and where do you see? It yeah. Going? Okay, so when I started from now, so like I have been on social media since MySpace. So basically, since like '04, <laughs> you know, and so you see. It, it social media really started out for community building. Like that's literally what yeah. it was. You you had it actually to keep it a buck AOL chat rooms. That's actually yeah. where it started. Yeah. You know, it's like that's community based. MySpace community based. Facebook next uh, community based because you could only have a school email address at the time, and then you know you start mm-hmm. seeing seeing Twitter, IG, come on. And so like what I've really seen was our generation really like take it and make it something that I don't know if it was intended, you know, to make it, it was almost like Mm -hmm. this community platform. And then we made it this, uh, entertainment, uh, spectacle. And so now, you know, you go through Instagram where, when Instagram was just pictures and everybody posting these sunsets, posting these lavish vacation, Mm -hmm. completely like fronting and all that stuff like that. Like, I'm not saying all of it was cat, but a lot of it, you could tell when someone (laughs) went to get stock photos. But you went that and now like video is big and now it's like, yeah, you can't fake this no more. (laughs) So like all that stuff that you were building up before, like, like people want more, they want to, they want to see your life now. And I think that's where, you know, we started to really make our mark in social media. And like, at first I wanted to be a fashion influencer, but it wasn't hidden. Mm -hmm. And like all uh, long story, less long, and I'll make this relevant in a second fashion to me is almost like a therapeutic blanket because I also have a disability and a chronic illness. And so when I dress up the most is when I'm feeling the worst. So, Mm. you know, it's kind of like, like I told you social media at the time was everyone wants to show the great, the amazing, the positive, but like I was trying to, you know, show all those good facets, but if I'm over here sick, like I can't hide it. You can see it all on on my face. So I get, you know, tons of comments on, how I'm feeling and all this stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, let me, let me put this shit on. So people focus on my outfit and not that. Yeah. Mm. The reason why that is relevant because today and what you're seeing in 2024 is people are now like, especially I think because of this AI revolution, people are now wanting to see your real, true, authentic self. They want to see how you show, like, literally, they want to, damn near, like, you roll out of bed. They want to see, like, what your real authentic self is like. Facts. None of this, you know, for women, you know, makeup, done up face, 
mm-hmm. you know, for men, they, they, they don't want to see everything put together. Like they want the storyline now, like, how do you, how do you wake up and take us through that journey of getting to, to that point to where you, yep. see, you typically see on social media. And so I think that between the authenticity, um, you know, storytelling is coming back. Yep. All I've literally been seeing um, is, you know, people want long form stuff again, because especially on YouTube, people are watching mm. YouTube on TV. A lot of uh, the youth, the youth are watching mm. YouTube, you know, mm-hmm. so like it is just the the perfect timing to kind of switch back to just literally almost like this form like we're doing right now. Put the camera on and just and just talk about some real shit, basically. Right. Right. And you said you said something really important, which was um, long form. And I, you know, like YouTube being tied to the biggest search engine in the world, I think it makes sense. You know, I, I, and I just noticed also like recently I posted a short and I was able to to like for, for one of our podcasts and I was able to link it to the long form. So I think YouTube is a has always been undervalued, in my opinion, as a as a social media platform. Um, do you, and then also you talked about like, what would you say to someone who, cause you were talking about like, people want to see your life. What would you say to someone that's like, no one wants to see my life. Cause I hear a lot of that. Like, um, you know, I don't think anyone wants to see that. And I'm like, well, if they're, it's either going to be you doing X or them watching a meme video of a shower rat taking a shower or something, you know what I mean? Or the dude jumping over the, uh, over the court, you know what I mean? Like people watching, <laughs> you know? Hey, oh boy was his bounce though. <laughs> That's what best. I said. I was like, bro, he's an athlete. Why is he in bro. the courtroom? <laughs> really though, like I kept seeing the they kept they put him uh on Troy Palomalu's body trying to jump over the line on fourth. <laughs> they have me dead. But but yes, one thousand uh, percent. So like I would always say, here's the thing, because I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, I'm like, I'm I'm over here I'm sick as fuck. I'd be in bed all day. Like mm-hmm. this was before, like I had to, you know, watch the kids and be up with them. But it's like, I'm in bed all day. No one want to see what the fuck I'm doing. And yeah. then I'm just like, nah, they, they really want to see the pain of this shit. Like right. they're really intrigued and interested in this. And I'm just like, you know, and that's why I think day in the life's got so popular is because yeah. you do see, you know, from the moment you wake up to the activity you do. Now, I do think that, it is about the story that you can tell not only in your mm. content, but in your caption, because mm. like, you know, again, I'm just thinking about like, if I'm just laying in the bed with no context, they're like, what the mm-hmm. fuck is this guy doing? Like next, yeah. you know, but if I'm like, I'm laying in the bed for the last, you know, I'm laying in bed for the next hour to care for myself so I can prepare to care, give and care, take. Right you know, it's, it's a little bit different. And now they're like, Oh, so what are you going to do today? And then, you know, they're tapped in and follow you for the rest of the day. But for the most part, you know, everybody's sitting there like, why does anybody want to see me? Why would anybody want to hear from me? And the one thing I always tell creators is every single person on this planet has a story to tell. Mm -hmm. The hard part about this shit is finding the right story to tell that people actually will like listen to and gravitate to. Yep. No, that's, that's, that's good. That's good. I think that's good for people to hear, man, because, you know, people don't big up themselves enough or uh, think that their story is important or, or valuable for others. And, and I just, man, I think that everyone's story, cause I used to, I was vlogging in the, um, 
and we talked about that. I vlogged for a little bit and it was a, it was a heavy lift, but it definitely shifted my view of, um, storytelling. I was practicing really out in the open, but it, what it turned into was something else. And people were like bummed that I stopped, but I was like, yeah, it was just for that year, you know, cause I, I needed to put a timeline on it. Cause it's like, things got busier as we yep. opened back up and stuff like that and, and having to produce something like that. But you, you were on me and multiple people were on me about, man, just send the editing out. And I'm like, man, but that's so important yeah. to me. <laughs> it's yeah, so vital that. to me personally. Uh, but I do need to do that at some point. I'm still working on that. But, but listen, uh, but on that, that's a, that's a great point. Cause again, like to l- let me quickly speak to, you know, any real estate agent or any business person who wants to take social media seriously. I think that editing, doing all the things at first is very important because Mm -hmm. you need to understand the editing. You need to understand the flow of what you like, the flow of your story, how to put things together, not only the story, but the video, like you should understand that all the way. And then when you get to a point to where like, all right, you're good. You're grinding on this shit. Like you can edit with your eyes closed that's when yeah. you outsource and so yeah. you know the the game is is free time like that's that's what you're after you're after mm. freedom whether it's financial freedom or time freedom but like everything mm. you know ladders up to that and to be honest like yeah we're we gonna we're gonna get to it because i got I, I think <laughs> i got some i think i got some fire for the agents who like okay. like truly want to uh take this shit seriously because there is a yeah. recipe for it and it is different than more so uh vlogging because social media the last point i would make is a lot of social media is turning educational and Mm -hmm. that's where i've seen um a dip in some of our metrics it's starting to get a little harder because of that because people want less of this you know day in the life like it's almost like they always say they're like are you valuing or educating or making people laugh um Mm. and so with that being said like I'm noticing a lot of these platforms are heavily, heavily tilted towards education. So if you teach somebody some shit, you're going to be golden. Like it's all you got to do is put in the work because there are plenty of people out there that have questions that are looking for specific answers. And, you know, you know how this, uh, how the attention span is. No one wants to go and read mm-hmm. through websites and read through Google anymore. Nah, mm-hmm. give me this video. Right. Tell me how to do it. Right. In 15, would you say that that's uh, influence of TikTok? Like how, how heavily has TikTok influenced like Instagram? Uh, because I, I used to go to TikTok, I go to TikTok and just, I want to hear, I get my news from I am legally hype. It's a black woman who became yeah. a lawyer. She's, she's because her, She's so dope. And I was like, man, if, if this was, if this was taught like this, I would, I would, under, I would soak all of this up. And so I, I would actually know for, what's happening in the world if that because <laughs> she breaks it down like how I would understand it or how I would talk or how I would. I'm like, ooh, that makes sense, you know? Yeah, um, she relates to us. Yeah. So, do you think that that like is how heavily is Instagram and all the other platforms being uh, influenced by TikTok? To you? Yeah. Let Let me try. And uh, I was gonna try to think of a of a music example, but let's just say like so it really is like this revolving circle. So meta is meta. Meta mm-hmm. is this powerhouse, but meta might be, um, let's just say meta might be like Kanye. We'll just say, we'll okay. just say that. Like, <laughs> okay. like they can, they can stand on their own. You know, people still flock to them. They want to go there, but you know, Kanye gets his inspiration 
from a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Now, Instagram tried to become TikTok, and TikTok yep. was like, "Nah, my boy." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you, you can't, you can't do it like us. And like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say that Instagram is secretly hoping that TikTok gets banned in the U.S., but I'm sure they're like, "Yeah, we we stole your swag, we stole your girl." Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we're just waiting for your downfall. TikTok not even thinking about. They're like, oh, IG, we. They're like, we got our eyes set on YouTube. Yeah, and like you say, YouTube is a sleeping giant over here. YouTube is the one that's like, all right, it's that the best example I could think of. Like they said, they said it's the quiet dude that got hands. Mm. Like you're not gonna mess with it, and then when you do, they gonna put you down. So YouTube Mm -hmm. sitting back here, like security in the back, just you know. Minding their business, bobbing their head, and now yep. TikTok is approaching them, and and YouTube's like, "Nah, my boy, now we got shorts. Now mm-hmm. what?" So them shorts, man. I, I'm I'm a big. I love YouTube. Um, I I watch YouTube every day. I watch it more yep. than I watch TV. Um, Same. and like in terms of our strategy for this year, going into this year, some things that I want to do is um. I'm not going to give out what I want to do, but I, I, I want to focus on YouTube a little bit more than we have in the past. Uh, right. You know, typically I'm just so caught up in creating content and just making sure that I'm just creating it and getting it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, being more intentional is, is definitely part of, part of my, my personal strategy. Right. Um, well, let me, let me ask you this as a black creative, what barriers or hurdles? Cause like you've had, jobs with you know t-mobile microsoft you you've Mm -hmm. had major positions of actually like managing the social media for these companies Mm -hmm. um as a black and black and then now you're out in the open creating your own content and being an influencer and and, i mean you have a whole world um with your daughter that and that just that's a whole animal in itself and i hope people go and follow you and your wife after this so that they can see the story for sure um but as a black creative were there barriers or hurdles that you came up against in this in this field because i know that um you know social media to me it seems like obviously a lot of spaces are are white dominated uh, in terms of the culture and just this centric in terms of how you think about it or go about it but were has it changed from when you first got into the social media field to now, like where black creators are more accepted or just more that the story, the perspectives are more diverse? I don't know. Yeah. Um, sense. Let me see. No, it, it makes plenty of sense. What I'm actually thinking on is how to say this without being controversial, because um, <laughs> to answer your question. Well, yeah, you don't got to be like putting on on blast and like, I'm not trying to get you in trouble, but I mean, oh no, no, no. You know. it, it, it's more so like, it is very, it, it is hard for us. Like we, mm-hmm. there's, there's data out there that talk about the pay discrepancy. We'll start there. Mm. Similar, similar audience, similar engagement, but yet we will get thousands of dollars less. Like a, a brand, brand X might offer um, white creator $5,000 for, you know, X amount of followers, X amount of engagement percentage, all of that, you know, exactly the same. And they may offer the black person $500. Like we, no. we, we, we've seen it. We've, we've heard all the stuff out there. Someone created a whole equity report about it. Like it, it's out there if you go look for it. And so have I uh, seen that? The only reason I can say 
it's probably happened to me. I obviously I I don't know because I'm not in the room with these with these businesses, but also right. to like having an understanding of like what influencers are getting paid on the corporate level. Um, mm. <laughs> straight up, one of my old coworkers <laughs> was like, "You should be getting this amount because this is what yeah. we gave to this person." And yeah. it it was about four thousand dollars less than what I would pitch for for that. So Damn. it's also you know content matters, um, the kind of content you create. But I think that because you have to realize the end game for these brands is to use your content to run ads. And mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean that's basically what they're paying for. They could really give two shits less about how it does on your page. That was yeah. something I used to yeah. stress about, but I, I don't anymore because <laughs> I know the game. But long yeah. story short. Um, <laughs> they're they're trying to get to a target audience, and not all yeah. the time are we the target audience. But also, too, yeah. I can say the the controversial part is like what I've noticed just from my eye. What I've noticed mm-hmm. is there's this whole um safety thing, and mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. I can admit it to a lot of folks. I'm probably very safe. That's why I'm able to mm-hmm. get in some of the spaces that, that I'm in. That's me. Like I'm the safe black dude. We're educated. We both got a master. You got a master's degree. I got a master's. Right. You know what I mean? Like we know how to speak. We know how to articulate our thoughts. Right. Like I, I take this shit off at direction. other place, put a yeah. turtleneck on, you know, like I can, <laughs> I can play the part. Like I can do what I need to do. But like, yeah. that's what I, you know, again, see a lot of people, especially, especially on TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that you notice a trend. Yeah, I, I do Ooh, believe I've seen I do believe that. colorism exists too. Yeah, yeah. Within all of it, so I think what saves Damn. me is uh, what saves me is I'm I'm a dad, and you when you get me, you get family, and you can, yep. you know, kind of kind of utilize my family, and you know, a lot of people are just like, um, it, it's almost like. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it can get real I mean, nasty. your family's just like pretty damn else. cute. Like, I mean, let's be real. Like, it ain't they like are. y'all ain't, uh, you know, like, Rome, Rome, little Rome is like the cutest he, little boy I think I've ever seen. He's going to be a problem. And, we and then Callie every is just day. a character. Like, she is funny, bro. Like, I love watching that content. And so, like, I'm a fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I yeah. watch. And I'm always kind of like hitting up Felicia, like, and both you, both you guys, yeah. like, man, he is so damn cute. Like, he I is. get enough. Um, I know it's not always like that because I've had my own boys and I know that I've had kids and I know that they ain't always like that, but he's right. pretty damn cute. His disposition is so. Yeah, I, t- I told you guys her, are, I was like, he's going to get waves and he's going to get his ear pierced. Oh, and I'm like, bro, he's going to, oh gonna my God, over. we're going to. Yeah. It's gonna be over. His smile and dimples. I'm like, oh, the dimple, that's that's it. Actually, it's the dimples. That's it's what's gonna just kill him. Crazy. It's just crazy. I love babies, man. I can't wait to be a grandpa. I'm already there. Because um, I'm, I mean, I'm, my boys are grown. I miss it. You know, right. like I miss just I miss that stage of life. But um, well, thank you for like that's that's really important. I think um, what you just spoke about. Uh, a lot of people don't think about, we think about it because we're creators and we're creating in the space and what people attract to. Like, I know how to create stuff that's palatable for people. I can do that. Right. Um, but you know, I, cause, cause I do do that. I mean, that's part of this podcast as part of, I, you have to go towards what, um, what people want and that's just right. the reality. And, and I will also say 
there there are data points in terms of disposable income. Black people just don't have as much wealth as, as white folks. And so like when you want to advertise to people, you have to be smart about like, OK, well, where, where are we going to get money? Like, where are we going to at least get some engagement that might lead to people using our product or our service or whatever? And the, there's more disposable co- uh, income in the Asian and white communities. Let's just be real. Like, I, I, I'm pretty that it's not this data. That's not me. Yeah, being, that's. Yeah, no, you, you know? I think you're cooking right now because I, I didn't even necessarily think about that. Like when they are, you know, targeting specifically a, a certain group, like I'm sure it's by education. I'm sure it's by salary, mm-hmm. you know, and it depends on the product. Because, again, like if, if I did a Shea Moisture yeah. ad, like, I mean, Shea Moisture is not going to not going <laughs> to market to anybody but us. But, you know, <laughs> right. it just it, it makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah, no. um so and also for the for the audience and for everybody else, if you the the kids are in the background, if you got to go and check on the boy, it's all good. Like we can we can do that. Um, what emerging trends on social media do you believe have the most user engagement? Like if like if you could tell, like I know the carousel video carousel or I'm sorry carousel with picture video picture mm-hmm. carousel right. is a thing right now. Yeah, like I'm following all the all the stuff and me personally, like the way I am. I tri- typically try to just do the opposite. Like <laughs> that's just me being who I am. Yeah. Like I like to zag when everyone's zigging. Yeah. But what would you say are the, some of the trends on like say Instagram, for example, cause that's where most people are that are listening. Yeah. On. Um, that's a good one. But like, I think again, which, which they ripped it from TikTok. It's the whole, you have like a, a four second vertical video of you doing the simplest shit. You could be like walking mm. or something like that. And then you have like text over it, but the text takes up, half the picture so like you have to keep looping the video for you to read all of it yeah uh i'm guilty of of doing that recently just to get the cheap engagement but Mm -hmm. that's something that that is prevalent on tiktok the instagram really adopted and Mm. tiktok it was it was better because it was like funny stuff it was like a punchline with it but instagram it's like Hmm. you know it could be some educational shit like how to how to be more productive as a parent and you're just like holding the baby and then all the fucking text is on the screen but it takes up literally the whole box of the screen so that's a big one um i think i mean the one you said is good because with any carousel like you just want people to swipe and it like keeps them on there longer because really like they want you on the platform longer they want you to engage with the content longer so anything where there's multiple pieces to it like that um, but I mean, yeah. it, it has to be just reels in general because reels is, is what's driving their platform right now. What's shitty yeah. is they used to let you monetize the reels based off views. Like some, most people I knew had it and mm-hmm. it like, it wasn't a lot, but like we were getting a couple hundred dollars a month just off like real engagement, you know? So like, yeah. it was, it was dope to, oh my God, hold on. <laughs> give, give me one quick second hold on yeah rome was like hey man i need i'm, I'm trying to yell at you bro like you ain't yeah. even here like where you at <laughs> i was like bro don't be yelling from all the way downstairs like that's crazy <laughs> so, um, another thing i would say is so kind of just the main pivot on on tiktok in general uh and it, it's becoming harder for me personally, like I, I mentioned, kind of talked about this already, but I mentioned just as someone who's more of a of a storyteller, show your life creator to now yeah. have to like play the SEO game, the search engine optimization yeah. game, which is like, 
it's such a fucking drag and instagram is doing it too and it's just like bro say these words so tiktok search can can do it and so that's why i was saying for anyone like real estate agents or any other business owner who has like something that they can teach the audience that it's perfect for education just because you're able to mm-hmm. to specifically talk to you know there, there's a website called answerthepublic.com and you can just type okay. in a keyword. It's it's. I want to say you get two free searches a day, um, but you can just type in a keyword. So you type in real estate. Actually, we're here. This is what this is what I would do if I was a real estate yeah. agent wanting to get into social media. So, yeah. for one, I'm not wasting my time on Instagram. I I would have one just to have one. Just let it like like funnel all your content after you optimize it for other platforms you know, to Mm -hmm. it. But for the most part, um, if I was starting out today, I'm going to answer the public.com. I'm gonna search Mm -hmm. real estate. And once you search it, it gives all these questions. So it's basically, uh, giving you a list of questions that people around the internet are asking about real estate or about a certain thing. So, you know, some questions like, how do you, let's do this in real time. You know what? Let's, let's make this. I'm I'm literally just doing it right here. I'm doing it. I just did it. I've been here before. It, yeah, it's, I've been here before. It's good. Um, it, I use this. I use Google Trends. I use YouTube with the incognito mm. window. So let's see when we type in real estate, what comes up. Um, and then you can see, you know, the search volume and all that stuff like that. And so yeah. it's like, okay, like, will real estate prices drop in 2024? Boom. There's mm, a video. There's your video right there. And then you, you put that exact, you know, text on the screen. And then you, you know, start off the video, you know, there's been a lot said about real estate prices, but you know, the question we get a lot is will real estate prices drop in 2024? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's not, it ain't dropping, bro. Like it's, it, even if it goes up 2% it's going up. So like, right. Yeah. But that's, that's, a, that's the, right there. What you just said is a gem. And I think not necessarily just the website, but more about the approach on how, what content you are going to post and utilizing these services so that you know what to post. Cause the hardest part of it is like for, especially I get the question a lot is like, I don't even know what to post. Um, so it's like, well, this does it for you. So, I mean, I think that that's really cool. Uh, and like back to the YouTube thing too, I'm circling back my guy, Derek shock me, shout out to shock. He's probably listening to this with his ears glued to it. Cause he's, he, we always talk about this all the time. Um, vid, vid IQ. He gave me that one. It. Um, yeah, and that that's gold, man. I, it's I worth. That's a great one. I got the uh, the medium plan, so mine's fifty dollars a month. It's worth it mm-hmm. because it gives yeah. you it gives you fifty ideas a day, every single mm. day. It gives you. Um, they have a whole like AI thing built in to where like you can ask it for. Uh, let me see. So like, there's a keywords one, so you can type in any keyword, and it'll give you like what people are searching for the search volume. If it's a good, let's do this. We're here. Yeah. Let me see. That's that's one right there that I, that I'm definitely, um, I'm interested in. I looked at it and I I used it and I was just like, I'm all about AI, man. Like I have a bot right now that's called read.ai. And so (laughs) for zoom calls and stuff, it takes notes and does all that stuff. But you have to, even when I'm not there. Yeah, you, you literally like it's if you don't utilize AI in your content approach, like you just you're you're gonna be behind the eight ball, like you really gotta do it. And VidIQ like gives you a score of like competition because like you know, just the word real estate on YouTube uh-huh. is extremely high. 
competition, but interestingly enough, real estate photography and whole wholesale real estate are very low yeah. competition and they get a hell of a lot of search volume. They get like 40,000 yeah. a month. So it's just like, you know, making videos on some of those things. And, and even if it doesn't, you know, go hand to hand, for example, like real estate photography, you could be talking about some other shit like with real estate and just mention real estate photography, you know, yeah. just a little section of it. So you can add that in there and get all that search volume. So it's really playing the numbers game. But like you said, it's like you got to uh, let me see what Seattle real estate look like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's, it's man, all... I mean, these gems right here are just like it answers the last question um, because, you know, like seeking about growing your presence and all that kind of stuff was what I was going to talk about. And this is we just we just answered it. You know, I think yeah. that this like all the stuff we just talked about right there, I think, is there's been so many gems throughout this. So I appreciate you coming on and like just sharing. I don't want to spend all your time tonight. And this was short notice and you know, all of that, but um, man, this, this is all good stuff. And I, I'm going to, I want to cut it, cut it pretty kind of short because I could go yep. on forever. And we, for I mean, sure. we could talk, we, you know, I mean, we, me, you could talk, talk for right. days and days like yeah. about all kinds of different stuff. But um, so that right there, vidIQ um, and uh, the, the, the one that you said, which was uh, answer the answer public, the public. I think that that mm -hmm. I'll put those links down in the, in the comments. And um, I appreciate you sharing your, that's free game, man. But I'm going to stop right there because I don't want you to give out all the gay, you know, yeah, like, yeah give out all the sauce. I was ready gay. to like you, <laughs> you, you giving out all the sauce right now. That's fine. Like you've already given enough. Um, well, I'm going to, I'm going to start, we'll start to wrap it up and go into the next segment. The next segment is called hot take. Um, basically I give you two things, either, or this or that. And you just answer one and that's it. And that's how we're going to end this, this little podcast. So you ready Sounds for good. a hot take? Yeah. All ready. right. As a fan, basketball or football? Basketball. Okay. You basketball guy. It's, I like e that. it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> he said easy. <laughs> that was uh, too easy. <laughs> uh, man, I'm a, I'm a hoop dude too. Like I'm a, I'm a junkie. I mean, you see in the chat, like, man, we be... <laughs> I'm prolific. Like I can right. talk about basketball. Literally, I'm in between things and work, and it's like I see Fred or Leo or someone say something. I'm like, Z -Z -Z -Z, and then I just do what I'm doing. Like, I, ain't even, <laughs> I just love hoop, man. Um, 20s or 30s? 30s, way more late than 20s. It, it, why we, you like? We, we had we had spending money, and we we were broke in the 20s still because my wife was just coming off. Uh, Cause she didn't make the Olympic trials and then we both like had that moment of like, I don't know if you knew that Felicia, did you know Felicia's background at all? I know, I know she ran for UW. I know I, I cause you want to know, you want to know why my little why? cousin, my little nephew, Johnny is a hurdler at UW right now. Freshman. Just, oh, okay. just, he, he's, he's running at UW hurdles. Okay, he's going to break the record there. Yeah. Johnny, okay. He's going to, he's going to break the record. Like he's that determined. He valedictorian at Lincoln broke, uh, 100 and 200 hurdles. Uh, school record in both state titles in both like that dude is driven like and so UW hurdle records are he's coming after him. like okay like that. okay he's really go, guy. go get him Johnny yeah Johnny we're, we're rooting little Johnny little Johnny uh, so yeah you were talking about you said uh, your wife yeah that's, that's yeah, how I she, know yeah I know she yeah two time all American ran pro uh, was this close to the 2012 trial she was they took I want to say they took 30, 30 girls and she was number 33 time. So she was, she was crushed. So like we had to, uh, 
she was like, you know, like, I, my whole life has been this. So, like, now we got to figure out how we're going to pivot. And so we went to get our master's and got married. And so, like, all that was, like, fun and cool. But, like, our 30s was like, oh, we got, like, big people jobs now. Like, we can yeah. we can go places and do, like, you know, all the dumb shit. Throw a, throw a stack and go to Usher for 20 hours. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, that kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff. Yeah, no, that's dope. I, I and I mean that's a whole story with itself. At some point, you know, like your your wife and Felicia's, uh, you know, just plight and uh, you know, like that's why I said like people don't understand like y'all are a power couple, you know, and I think that that's that's really dope and um, I just celebrate y'all a lot. Um, all right, it. night in or night out? Oh my God, night in, night oh, in. Okay. <laughs> Keep my ass at the house. <laughs> yeah, I, ain't nothing out there for me, bro. Like, nah, but she can go out and take the kids with her though. <laughs> Instagram or TikTok? I have to say TikTok for viewing Ooh. pleasure because okay, it, Instagram is my money platform, but TikTok is where like I actually enjoy the the content. You know, it always trickles to Instagram, of course, but like, yeah, TikTok is just, it hits different. Yeah. All right. Last one. Hats or shoes? If the fire, the house is on fire right now, you grabbing all your hats or you grabbing all your shoes? Which one are you doing? Mm. Shoes, because mm. the hats, uh, the hats are dope. But like this one, like this is my shit. Anomaly mm-hmm. is custom. My dad swag shit custom. I'll That's just fire. get more, more made. Um, but yeah, it's got to be the shoe. It's got to be the shoes. Got to be the shoes. You can't replace that shit. <laughs> nah, it got to be the shoes. I, I'm definitely going out. I don't wear I mean, I have beanies and hats and all that stuff. But yeah, it's got to like my favorite shoes would be the first joints. I just got some boots that I'll show you after we get off this podcast. That yeah. I've been looking for for a long time, man. But anyway, okay. man, I appreciate you. How do people find you if they want to follow you and Felicia's story or just your story or the kids stories? How do yeah. people find you? Where can they find you at? Yeah, so the kids' story, our family YouTube channel. So just type in Felicia Johnson because she she runs the channel. Um, F A L E S H A Johnson, typical spelling, um, or Callie Johnson, C A L I Johnson. Um, and then we're both on Instagram, Felicia Eleven. I'm Rome Johns on Instagram, R O M E J O H N S. Romy Johns on TikTok, R O M I E J O H N S. So follow yeah. us on all them things. Yeah, man. Y'all are doing it. And the podcast, too. The podcast. Rebirth of Life and Love podcast. Yeah, that, yep. that's a good call. I didn't even think to shout that one out. But yeah, my yeah, wife and I got a good. podcast about our marriage. Been together 13 years, married for seven. So mm-hmm. we're just trying to help some people get out of them situations they found themselves in during COVID times. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Man, I, I obviously, I always enjoy talking to you, man. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll tap back in. we got Black History sure. coming up. We might talk yes, about some other, other Black things uh, coming up. But I appreciate you. You dropped a lot of gems. And ladies and gentlemen, make sure you tap in with the, with the Johnson family. And then with that, we're going to be out. And we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Yes, sir. Peace. Thank you.